how much do you still think about uh, you know I guess l losing it all always you never lose that if you lose that you're never gonna go forward So, uh, so one, one of the questions I always like to ask people is, is, is what's one of the scariest moment, moments in your life? I mean, uh, obviously we talk about get out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. and, and any, any stories for us? Um, <clears throat> I'm always scared and I love it. For me, if it doesn't scare me, it's just pointless. It's a waste of time. Like I, I said to you before, I lied. I was going to football clubs and lying. Being a kid, going to West Ham from South London, going all the way to Chadwell Heath, not knowing that one, my lie is going to be convincing, and two, they might send me packing. I'm pooing myself. But at the end of the day, look what I achieved from it. You know, going into schools, advising schools on how to run. And I said, I had three A to C's, and I'm doing that. So it was always that step. And, and before I did that, my ex-girlfriend, funny enough, her teacher was, um, her mum was a teacher, and I literally studied files like that, LCP files, which have lesson plans in it, because I thought, okay, I know how to engage, I know how to make things fun, but I don't know structure. And I was scared, but I've studied it. And, and again, I grew a business from it. So I'm always scared and I will always continue to be scared. But I was, I mean, as you say, you're always going to continue to be scared. But I was going to ask you, I mean, you're doing that, you know, I guess doing those those lies and, the, and, and those, that hustle and you know, mm. stuff time and again. Do, do, you not, do you not find it easier, easier next time? I mean, do, do you still have that same level of scaredness as the first time? Or is it just because you, you, mm. you, you're pushing the boundaries of, 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 of how much you can take the piss? <laughs> Um, you don't get used to it because I feel like if it doesn't scare me, so if it's something that I'm kind of used to, I'm not going to go to it, you know, um, and I, even just going back to me saying I set up this, the business in schools, I got too comfortable and I didn't like that. It didn't challenge me enough. So if I look at something new and I think, okay, yeah, you know, it scares me a bit, mm, it's a bit challenging, I'm not going to do it because it's not going to motivate me. I need something big. And, and I think I've always had it, but one thing with professional football, what it does is it makes you an animal for competition. It makes you want to be a winner. It, ma it makes you want to step up for that challenge. You know, you, it's like players always wanted to play for the top teams and wanting to win. In a way, I'm off the pitch, I'm playing football still. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And I think it also has a lot to do with ego, you know, and pride and, you know, fear. fear. Fear of judgment, fear of being seen in full transparency, and you know because it requires radical truth. If you're going to go bankrupt, you need to, you, know, you need to be prepared to mm. say, look, here's my truth. This is the truth. Here, bang. I mean, I, I guess that's something. That's probably something I've never suffered myself because because I've always never had an issue being honest along the journey. Anyway, you know, I think maybe for a lot of people it's an issue because of of today's you know Instagram society mm. where you know where where you look at everybody's Instagram page and Facebook page yeah. and every, everyone's living their best life and then and then how, how do they get out of that? You know, I mean, I've yeah. I've, I've never and not not just in today's world, but you know, ever since I've I've done business, I've never had an issue you know talking about the bad or you know or, yeah. or, or, or the good or, or being you know or being transparent about what's going yes. on in my life so. just um, I have to say that actually you know Matt just mentioned you know he's not afraid to be honest which is why this wasn't a situation for him or why he could deal with it why there was no fear or not as much fear as anyone else or other people when going bankrupt or you know when having to go out there and do business. I think you have a lack of fear because you're not trying to be someone else or be seen in a certain way. And I say this sincerely, and I said it outside you know, by your Ferrari. I said, uh, Matt, you, you are. We're talking about truth, 
and, we, and Matt was asking me about my coaching and I said really what makes me an extraordinary coach is my ability to be radically honest with people and Matt was like yeah this is an ingredient that I have that I own that we, I believe you know you have to have and I think when it comes to taking massive risks either in failure or in success or in the pursuit of success I think that uh, fearlessness and uh, the ability to be honest and be seen for all that you are I think that is a, a massive ingredient for success mm. now you know as well I think it's a massive ingredient for happy for, for happiness and simplicity and, and simplicity 100%. as well because because you know if, mm. if you're if you're always honest about your situation yeah. then then you've then you've never got any any risk of being caught yeah, out in, in your life, whether yeah. or not you're looking to take massive risks and grow mm. your business or anything else if you're just looking to looking to live, live a normal yeah. life you know if you don't post pictures on your Instagram where you've borrowed someone's Ferrari yeah. then, then you don't have to worry about being caught in Aldi driving driving your Fiat Punto do you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, th I think uh, <laughs> I think so. So many of people's stresses in life come from such unnecessary bullshit like mm. that. So we'll often poll a lot of my guests or, or audience or you know other members of the UK public. And what was an interesting stat for me was that over two thirds of the UK population actually have a desire to start a business, but 90% of people don't do it uh, for for either fear of failure, which is which is one of the main reasons for men, or, or kind of imposter syndrome for women. And obviously, you know, you, you're a, a young person. Uh, well, you were an even younger person in a uh, let's say an old older business world uh, and you know you've, you've been very successful uh, I guess you know d dominating and, and making yourself known and, and and not letting age be a barrier and you know, in, interacting with much older people I mean, what, what are your kind of top strategies for the for the youngsters of today to kind of you know own the own their space and, and boss it with the oldies <laughs> with the bottles yeah um, I just genuinely believe that age is no barrier to success you know um, people love to say like you should start something at this age you should be married at this age there's these intrinsic timelines that society poses onto us from a young age like you shouldn't start a business till you're 30 like when you're a bit more financially stable like I just think throw out the rule book on when the right time to start something is and I was 21 um, when I started Milk Plus and I did feel a lot of you know external judgment from older people or you know from people my age like thinking god you're brave like putting yourself out there but that is the first step putting yourself out there and i actually think genuinely that being younger and being a bit naive is not a bad thing at all because it means that you aren't kind of having like a hidden agenda trying to like second guess things you're coming at things with a fresh perspective and you're learning as you go as young people you're very malleable to information and um, that's why it's so much easier to learn a language when you're younger um, because you are just an information sponge so I think if you just really flip it on its head and think actually I have the advantage by starting young I can fail more times and pick myself up dust myself off start again um, than if I waited till I was 30 because that's what society says um, so my advice to young people is always just start and figure it out on the way and just ignore the external pressures of society and, and the old people judging you so Soho Italian restaurants Italy Maltese Mafia tell me more yeah I was a bit surprised that there was a lot of Maltese that uh, were playing the tough boys you know the, 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 the hard the hardest boys in Soho and um, 
Some of them used to come to the restaurant and, and uh, have a, a few fights after dinner just because they didn't want to pay the bill. And that's, that kept reoccurring over and over again. Uh, and young Aldo Zilli, 25 year old, with a new restaurant, how scared was I in scale of 1 to 10? About 12. But I didn't show it. That's, what's, that's what made me survive. <laughs> Was that was it prevalent around the Soho area then? Back, back yeah, it the was. Time? Yeah, in those days there was a quite a lot of um, you know hard sort of there are a few Italians as well, but it, it was it was more fun than it than it was scary to be honest. I mean, I, you know, you you live in Soho, so you have to you have to expect. Uh, you know, there was um, peep shows, there was um, sex shops, there was. Everywhere, you know, until they clean them up. <laughs> you, you, you've got to take the rough with the smooth, right? Yeah, if, if, well, you, exactly. if you want the sex show, you, you've got to pay the Maltese mafia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I was expecting a bit of rat poison, the I, spaghetti bolognese. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. <laughs> you know, for me, there's two kinds of fear there's real fear and there's psychological fear. Now, real fear, you know, as it says, is real. You know, let's say, for example, you're going to jump out of an aeroplane without a parachute and you're scared of it. Well, listen, you should be. You're going to die, right? But psychological fear, you know, that's fear that you build up in your head for, you know, and the only place it exists is in your head. So, the way I like to look at it is this. Let's ignore the real fear. Let's talk purely about psychological fear. I always say, what is the alternative to not doing what it is that I'm scared of? So let's say, for example, it's speaking in public. You know, maybe you know, if you're afraid to speak in public and you're a business person, let's say, uh, you know, maybe you're going to be unable to do the presentation that you need to do to close the deal or to, you know, to make your business successful. You know, maybe you're a guy or a girl at school and you need to be able to speak in front of the class to be able to, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to get the marks you need for your exam to get you into uni. You know, as, as uncomfortable as it may be to, you know, to, to, have, to have that public speaking situation, I think you're going to find it a lot more uncomfortable if you don't make your business successful or if you don't get into uni. So you know, for me, psychological fear is really just about, about balancing. You know, as scared as I am to do this, I'm going to be a lot more scared or unhappy if, if this outcome happens. I think you know what one one important thing as well to take away from this as well is you know people people really worry a lot about about what other people think you know and again this is perfect with the example of, of speaking in public so the reality is you know pe people just don't look at you in the same negative way that that, that that you convince yourself they do you know again using public speaking as an example you know you convince yourself that you're up there your, your, your colleagues are laughing at you your classmates are laughing at you listen 99% of people are fundamentally decent and they want you to succeed and, the, and and you know they're only laughing at you in your head so just get out there and do it trust me you're not going to be anywhere near as bad as you've built yourself up to be in your head and you're going to look back and wonder what all the fuss was about. So I hope that helped you. I look forward to talking to you again next week.